This Moment Outdoors is brought to you by L.L. Bean, official partner of the National Park Foundation for the Find Your Park movement. This week, a new way to skirt RVs in the cold. And our littlest wanderer, Henry, comes on to chat about life on the road. This is RV Miles. Welcome to episode 129 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, crisscross North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. We are coming to you from the Quad Cities for the last week. Well, we'll probably nope, come to you nope. for next weekend One as more well. weekend. But this is our last real week here. Yeah, and um, this is your last week having a hole in your head. In we're recording this on Sunday. In three days, I will be getting a titanium mesh put into my head. Uh, so you know, I'll be. You'll be like the Tony Stark more of RV. machine than man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm real excited about that. I'm not nervous at all. Really, really happy to get this over with. But I am a little disappointed that because it's flu season, the hospital. It's not allowing visitors under 18 years old, so the kids won't be able to come see me. Yeah, but you know what? They can just conjure up memories of the last time. <laughs> well, we have to drive down there, so we're in. Yeah, we do. We're, we're about uh, an Nine, hour and a half from it. Almost two hours, almost actually. Two hours. So we're doing two nights in a hotel. Jason and I are leaving on Tuesday. Then uh, my father-in-law will bring the kids to us on Wednesday because we've had some scheduling conflicts with Thursday, so I'll have the kids Wednesday night. We'll come home on Thursday with Jason. And then hopefully just as soon as he is ready, we out of here. That's like, right. I got a date and it's with some warm weather and I can't be late. So we're leaving from here. We're going to stop in Kansas city for about four days, I think four or five days. Yeah. To do a massive purge <laughs> clean of the trailer. Cause it is yes. not ready for people to be living in it again. Yeah. We need to overhaul a lot of stuff. I need to install that new bike rack. Maybe I'll get to that here before we go. Remember um, that time during the holidays where I said experience is not stuff? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that work out for us? We got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Not a lot of experiences. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming up. That'll be fun. Uh, while we've been sitting around here, we've been able to whip out some YouTube videos. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. And here, look, we're going to say oh, it again. Wait. Are you guys keeping track of this? Cause it should become like a, like a drinking game. Every time Jason and Abby say they're going to get back on that YouTube train, just go ahead and pour yourself a cold one. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back on the YouTube train. I don't know about everybody else. I don't know the people who, you know, create content and stuff on the YouTube world. I don't understand why I'm having such a hard time inside this platform and inside this world, but it's just not a platform that is speaking to me as a person who creates things. It's a lot of work. Uh, boy, is it a lot of work and it's, it's fun. And I applaud 
some of the people that crank out the content on YouTube that they do because they are putting in the hours. Yeah. That, I mean, that's not me whining about the work. It's me impressed with how yeah. much work people put into Look, some of their channels. I'm so, yeah. I mean, I golf clap. <laughs> do we have an applause thing on here? Where's the applause? Hit it. There you go. That's for all you and YouTube. Just for fun. <laughs> You're getting there. Yeah. Just for you YouTubers, I clap and I air horn for you. So we do have a couple of new videos up. We actually, um, over the weekend, because I had something going on with Henry, which we'll talk about later. And then Jason was able to carve out some time with help from the in-laws. We created a whole bunch of videos and we're trying to do a thing where we're just going to put one out every week. So if you are not subscribed to our channel, this is the shameless plug portion of the podcast where we ask you to please go over to YouTube. We are RV Miles and our wandering family. Also, I wrote on here, shame on us because we keep saying we're going to do this and then we never fully follow through with it. I do feel though, that this is it. Every time we get, every time we get ahead, we do better. We're getting faster at it. So we have a video, uh, was this, we have this backlog of all kinds of footage from our last oh, two years of traveling or so. It's embarrassing so, how much stuff we have. So Abby put a video together of our, our trip to an amusement park in Oklahoma city. And I recorded a video with Jack about this new Victorinox Swiss Army knife uh, that I think you'll really like. The video is a lot of fun. Jack speaks to the youths Jack, who are subscribed to our channel because you know there's so many of them. <laughs> Jack is an expert YouTuber. Oh my gosh, that. he is so good. His whole he knew exactly where the like subscribe to the channel was going to come in the frame, and he just he expertly. I was in awe. Maybe it's him that I need to like sit down and be hi. I'm Abby. I'm 40. I don't understand YouTube, son. Explain it to me. <laughs> Even though we grew up with YouTube and I still find it to be like this foreign place. Anyway, we got a good show for you today. We're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we'll have the answer to last week's brain teaser. And we've got a little interview that Abby did with our youngest little wanderer, Henry. Be right back. RV Miles is brought to you by Victorinox. You know the brand Victorinox Swiss Army. They make the iconic red Swiss Army knife. But did you know that they also make best-in-class kitchen knives, luggage, fragrance, and Swiss-made watches? Founded in Switzerland in 1884 and still owned and operated by the family who invented the Swiss Army knife over 130 years ago, the classic red Swiss Army knife is still as functional as it was then. But now you can browse hundreds of styles from the rescue tool designed with first responders to get out of a vehicle safely to the wine master designed specifically to open a bottle of wine, travel gear ranging from suitcases to backpacks for a quick weekend getaway or a week-long trip. Victorinox makes such a wide range of trusted products. Find the perfect companion for your next adventure. Visit Victorinox.com and save 15% using code RV15. That's Victorinox.com and code RV15 to save 15%. Some exclusions apply.
We're back with the answer to last week's brain teaser, which went like this. I live above a star and yet I never burn. I have 11 neighbors and yet none of them turn. I'm visited in sequence first, last or in between PRS and sometimes Q are my initials. Now tell me what I mean. And the answer is the number seven on the telephone keypad. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) It feels weird because I was holding, waiting for you to go on and sort of like discuss who the winner was. But we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. If you listened last week, we're not picking a winner anymore. We're not. It's not going to be a competition anymore. If you'd still like to let us know that you got the brain teaser right and you're super smart. If you're like Jason and you send me a message and you would still email someone and be like, I got this. Please do feel free. We're at editor at rvmiles.com. Please address it to Jason too. But we're not going to continue with the giveaways with this because we're coming up with some new fun, interesting giveaways that we're working on. So we just want the Abbeys of the community to be able to participate. (laughs) That's all. I mean, I think that's not unreasonable. So there you have it. All right. It is time for Abby's interview. Uh, with our little fireball, Henry. Yeah. And so I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Instagram, the taste for adventure. They were the ones that sort of suggested this because over the weekend, uh, if you follow us over on our wandering family on the gram, then you know that Henry, uh, had a weekend where he had to do some stuff for, he sees a specialist and he had some do to do some stuff for them because we're trying to figure out some things that are going on with him. And these are things that stem from a reconstructive surgery he had back when he was two. So Henry is our little, he is our little firecracker. You know, he was born early. He spent a few weeks in the NICU. He's gone through a couple surgeries already before he was three. Uh, So he is just a ball of something and we love him. And they just kind of thought it would be great to hear from him. And I loved that idea because it was just sort of a way for us to sit down and be like, look, we had this really tough 48 hours, but now you get to sit here and we're going to be on the podcast and we're going to talk about silly, fun things. So, so here's Henry. I am sitting here with the youngest traveler of our wandering family and RV miles. Hi, who are you? I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. (laughs) Who are you? Henry. 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 Hi. How old are you, Henry? Six. You're six. So, Henry, we had kind of a busy weekend, didn't we? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was really busy, and Henry is getting some stuff figured out with his doctor. So, we thought it would be really fun as kind of a way to celebrate the end of the weekend if we did five questions with Henry. What do you yeah. think? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. But first off, Henry, before we get started, is there anything you would like to say? Before I ask you a question. No, you're good? Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's your first question. You ready? Yes. Okay. Henry, what do you like the most about Ranger Gandalf Traley II working title? Uh, What's your favorite thing in our trailer? My bedroom. Your bedroom. What is it about your bedroom you like so much? That I'm with my brothers and I have a TV. You're with your brothers and you have a TV. What is, uh, so I'm with my stuffy. And you're with your stuffies. What is the thing about your bed? You have a really unique setup in your bed, right? You have the Henny Mini Art Studio mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And what are some things you keep in your little art container that you have at the foot of your bed? 
Art stuff, basically. Art stuff. <laughs> well, what what art stuff? There's so many things in art. What's your favorite art thing right now? Painting. Painting. What's your favorite thing to create right now? Like swirls of paint, like glow swirl. You like to make swirls of paint. What about like uh, like? Are you into slime? Yes. So you. You really love slime. What is it about slime that you like the most? And because it's um, it's a really interesting thing to have to travel around with all of this slime that you have been accumulating. <laughs> we have a lot of slime, don't we? Yeah, it it does. It's stretchy. It's sticky. It's, it's fun to make. Yeah, you and yeah, your daddy made some slime the other day, didn't you? How many do we have? Uh, we have more slime than we should have. <laughs> we have a lot of slime, uh, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we do. In fact, you got a big bucket of slime for Christmas, didn't you? Your lava slime? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, you got a lot of slime. Yeah. All right, here's your next question. You ready? Yes. Okay, what is your favorite national park that we have visited? Wait, which one is national park? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is a national park? No, which one is Well, it? okay, it can be anyone. Anyone that you no, remember. No, 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 like, is it, uh, like, you know, white sands? Uh, white sands counts, yep. Whoa, campgrounds count? No, campgrounds don't count. Okay. White sands. So white sands. So I'll give you a few we've been to, okay, recently. You can tell me. White sands. Zion, Lyndon B. Johnson. You're looking at me like you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, San Antonio Missions. Okay. Zion. Did I already say Zion? Yeah. Carlsbad. Are you sticking with White Sands? Uh, white Sands. You're going to stick with White Sands. Can you tell me why you like White Sands so much? I mean, it's kind of like stars, mm. like. Tatooine. I like it. And there was hills that we did, just would always roll down like we were going into Sarlacc. I liked that. You liked that a lot. Yeah. What did, did you like it better when you could slide on the sled or when you just got to roll all by yourself with nothing and you just rolled your body down the hill? I'd say both. You'd say both. What does it feel like when you're rolling down those hills? What do you think about when you're rolling down the dunes? I'm going to Sarlacc. That you're going into <laughs> That's the only thing you think about is yeah. trying to save yourself from a sarlacc. Yeah. It's pretty cool to be a kid, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. It, cool. All right. Here's a really, really good question. Okay. Okay. What is something that you miss about Bussy? Because, you know, we just moved out of Bussy over the summer, didn't we? Yeah. And we moved into Traley. So what is something about Bussy that you miss? Basically... Our bedroom that was like in the middle, your bedroom behind us, our big toy box. Yeah. And also all the open space. You miss all the open space that was in Bussy. You liked having your bedroom kind of next to mommy's bedroom. Yeah. It was a little bit easier to get to mommy. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. And it did have a pretty huge toy box, didn't it? We don't carry that many toys anymore, do we? Um, Is that something you didn't know? Gave me all my toys back. (laughs) You have Rui, who's sitting there with you. You're stuffy, so I think you're doing good. Okay, so this is a really important question. Like, this might be the most important question, okay? Okay. What is your favorite thing to watch on YouTube and why? (laughs) 
Okay, you got to give an answer. What's your favorite thing to watch on YouTube? There might be other kids listening and they might be looking for something good to watch. I have a lot of YouTubers I watch. So it's okay, who are you watching right now? Who, who are the, what are the YouTubers that are speaking to the six-year-old kids right now? Like, who are the cool YouTubers for kids? Dantidium. Okay. Ryan's Toy Review. Okay. That's, and that's probably it. So you're, so when I go downstairs, you're only just watching Dan TDM and Ryan's Toy Review. You're watching nobody else. I'm mostly watching Dan TDM. You're watching Dan TDM right now. What about like Daily Bumps? I I was watching them earlier. I was. Yeah. uh, What about Unspeakables? Mm, I watched them yesterday. Yeah, you like, what do you like in YouTube videos? Like, what do you like to watch? It's just, I like it because, I mean, what, there's nothing really to do. And it, it, there's a lot of games that I they do and they're, they're, I might want that game, so. So you watch them because they're playing games and you think, oh, I might want that game. Yeah. Okay. So you have a lot of games on Xbox and uh, Switch. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite game right now? That's a really tough mod, mom. That's a really okay. What's the one game you're playing right now? Earlier, I was playing Lego Marvel Avengers. Okay, Lego Marvel Avengers. That's like a really big one for you right now. Yeah, it kind of is. Minecraft is actually really, really one I like. Minecraft. Yeah, what are you creating in Minecraft right now? What's the last thing you worked on in Minecraft? Well, uh. I don't really know. I might. It. It. I literally remember what I built. Didn't you and your brothers build a campground once? I know that. That was in a build battle. You were doing a build battle. You've yeah. built national parks in Minecraft. Did you do a hotel? Oh, we have done many hotels before. You've done many hotels. Why do you do so many hotels? Well. Minecraft, you can do different worlds, so it's... How many worlds do you think you and your brothers have on your Minecraft? A lot. Like More. five million? We're like almost out of our space. You have so many worlds, you're almost out of space. Yeah, we have two Minecrafts. I like Minecraft one. The first Minecraft that we had before we got the one with Xbox Gold. Okay, so... Xbox Gold. Henry. To get back to RV, because this is an RVing travel podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So what would you say to other little kids like you who are about to start traveling with their mommy and daddy? What would you tell them it's like? It's so much fun because you can, you basically see different things, you learn about new things. But I always forget those new things. <laughs> you always forget those new yeah, things. I, I it's basically blank because I don't remember anything. Yeah. So do you think that you would tell them it's boring? Would you tell them that sometimes it's boring? Or would you say sometimes it's a ton of fun? I mean, it's a ton of fun, but if it's like some... Like, once you, like, want to stay home and don't want to go outside, it's not a lot of fun. So when you want to stay home and you don't want to go outside, but your mom and dad make you go outside, then it's not a lot of fun? No. Okay. So are you essentially telling me that, are you trying to throw shade at me because we go hiking? 
Yes. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I don't like going hiking. Hiking, my legs always get tired. Okay? Why don't? Okay, taking the tired legs out. Okay, why don't you like hiking? I don't understand this. I mean, I like it. It's just my legs get tired so much. Your legs. Well, what can we do so your legs don't get so tired? What What would you tell kids who are going to go hiking with their mom and dad? What should they do so their legs don't get tired? Mom and dad carry us. <laughs> their mom and dad should just carry them. Yeah. Should they Should they bring anything with them? Food, water. That's it. Just bring food and water. Yeah. Yeah, and have their mom and dad carry them, and then they don't have to worry about getting tired. Yeah, that's yeah. basically it. You'd still be riding in the ergo if I'd let you, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. Yes, you would. <laughs> or the stroller. Yeah, we left the stroller at Nana and Papa's on purpose, didn't we? So you couldn't ask me for it. Mm. We did, didn't we? Yeah, but I still fit in it. So it well, you know what, Henry? I still fit in the stroller. Does that mean you should push me around? <laughs> I don't think I can. Why? You're heavy. You'll be heavy to push. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm light as a feather, Henry Corwin. So I'm like six and you're like... How old am I? thousand years old. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Probably to a six-year-old Henry, I am a thousand years old. <laughs> Touche, son. Is there anything else you would like to say to kids who might be listening about camping? What's your favorite thing about camping? I, I like most campgrounds that have like a tree circle, mm-hmm. like, and there's no trees on the inside. Because I remember. We had that once. We had that at Custer State Park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you and your, so it was a little wooded area that once you went through the line of trees, then the trees were making a circle around this little area. Yeah. And you guys went in there. What did you guys do in there? Like, what did it? there was like things in there that you could climb and stuff. Yeah. And me and Ethan used it as like our little secret place. So, and we played a lot there. Yeah, you kind of, you were in the middle of like being secret spies or something, I think, or secret agents, well, maybe. Well, I had my Captain America shield. He had his lightsaber. Okay, so you did the complete opposite of what I just thought you were doing. Okay, that yeah. sounds about right. That sounds about <laughs> sounds about right from my knowledge of what yeah, you guys are up yeah, to. Yeah, So you really like campgrounds where, outside campground spaces, where you can go off and kind of explore the area. Yeah, that, that's more what I like about. Do you like when campgrounds have uh, playgrounds? Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. What do, you, what do you feel about a campground that has a pool? <laughs> it makes you faint? Yes. Yes. You I just fainted pool. on the floor. I love pools. You love pools. So, so campgrounds, you really like when they got some outdoor space where you can run around and kind of climb in things and kind of create imaginative worlds. You like playgrounds. You like pools. Yeah. Do you like when dad builds campfires? Yeah. Hey, Henry. Here's- I like when we uh, are all around the campgra- uh, campfire and then we uh, do Mad Libs. Oh, yeah. You really like when we do Mad Libs around the campfire? Yeah. What's a word we always seem that always seems to make it into a Mad Lib? What's one word you guys always say? I can't really... You can't really say it on a podcast? No, I don't really know, basically. Oh, really? You guys don't yeah. always say the word but... <laughs> well, I don't, I don't 
don't really say it that much. You don't. So if we looked through our Mad Libs, you don't think every single Mad Lib would have the word butt in it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but. Wait, no, I remember we, we did. There was one that we just did a camp that was all about campgrounds. And we uh-huh. did like, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it had the word butt in it. Yes, it did. It did. It did. Yeah. So you could tell kids like a great thing to do at a campground is Mad Libs and make sure to use the word butt. Okay. That's, that's a tip from the Epperson boys to other kids who camp. So Henry, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me today. It was really fun. So now shall we go and do some other things with our date? Maybe do a Mad Lib and try not to use the word butt. (laughs) Jack, Jack and Ethan are probably can't put in this hole. Oh, you know Jack and Ethan. They're just those troublemakers, and you're just oh, a little Jack's, not troublemaker. Jack's even more a troublemaker. All right, we're going to wrap this up before you start telling secrets about your brothers. All right. <laughs> well, you wanna... Jack's like a troublemaker. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Henry, you are something. All right. <laughs> we will see everyone later. You want to say goodbye to everybody? RV Miles is sponsored by FMCA. FMCA is the world's largest nonprofit RV club. Motorhomes, travel trailers, any RV owner is welcome in the FMCA. FMCA is full of all sorts of different opportunities for members to get discounts and get information. And one of the best things about FMCA is the FMCA University. All members have access to FMCA University. It's a virtual library of 600 plus articles and videos about RVing. Members can also take quizzes to test their RVing knowledge. And all FMCA events, like the one that we're going to very soon, the Sunsets and Saguaros event in Tucson, have educational opportunities, including seminars like the three we're giving. I know some people, yeah, I know some people who might be teaching some. FMCA also offers driving schools throughout the year, especially before the big conventions. You can actually come a few days early and do the FMCA driving school. They're great for even if you're not a new RVer, if you've been doing this for years, you can get lots of really great tips and information at them. FMCA is $85 for your first year or $75 upon renewal. But with the code RVMILES20, you can save $10 instantly and join for just $75 for your first year. That works out to just about $7 a month. It's a fantastic deal. You get the magazine, you get all sorts of discounts. The magazine's worth it alone. So join FMCA over at FMCA.com with the code RVMILES20 for $10 off your first year. Or call 800-543-3622 and a very friendly FMCA member will be glad to help you. Okay, we are back and uh, Abby uh, Abby just threw a loop here. I did. Threw, I threw a wrench. Threw, I guess you don't throw a loop. She <laughs> no. threw me for a loop There you here. go. She threw there a you wrench go. At me. And it threw you for a loop. She's adding something into the rundown. I know. I snuck it in because I like to do these things where I throw quizzes and stuff at you. And then I like to see what your answer is going to be. So we are going to do a little RV history. And I picked this up from our friends over at GoRVing.com. And it's just history about the world of RVing. Oh, my goodness. I'm okay. going to fail this miserably. Oh, I can't imagine why I picked this. So. <laughs> <laughs> just look. Namaste. I'm just going to keep you humble. Okay. Okay. So here we go. So the birth 
of the RV industry. Jason, can you tell me what year the very first motorized camper was built? Motorized. Motorized. That's key. Would you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three years to pick from. Okay. Yeah. 1908. 1910, 1913. You gave me three years that are hardly apart from each other. All right, I'm going to go 1910. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Should have given you something harder. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's not a competition. I'm not keeping score. Um, yes, you are. So, yes, you are. Yes, Don't lie. I, yes, I am. So the car, the motorized car came in 1908. So in 1910, we gotcha. get our first motorized camper. And it was basically a big uh, enclosed truck bed that you could sleep in, I'm sure. Pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, the thing was, was that they provided all of this freedom to travel anywhere because prior to that, and I didn't really know this, people would have campers and they would camp in these private rail cars that were pulled to sidings along train routes. Oh, cool. Isn't that kind of cool? So by the, you know, when 1910 rolled around, it sort of offered a whole new freedom because then they weren't bound to just the rail system, but it was not like what we think of today when we think about a home on wheels. So one of the things that's really noticeable is that they provided freedom to travel, to get a good night's rest, and to enjoy home cooking. However, they did not have bathrooms. And so in 1910, the bathroom was called you either yonder tree or go to yonder bush. <laughs> that's what you did in 1910. So in 1930, that's sort of when the aircraft style construction became the look, right? And then so by the 1930s, it was 20 years before there were beds, dinettes, electricity, and water. Notice that there's still no word of the bathroom. <laughs> okay, so by the 1950s, we went from these like tiny little do-it-yourself kits to these 30-foot plush 30-foot models. Like they make that sound like they're so long, right? Now you can get an, a class A that's what? 45? Yeah. 48? 45 is the tops for a class A, but you what? can get fifth wheels that are longer. Can you really? Mm -hmm. I always thought that a fifth wheel was shorter than the, I thought the class A was like the longest. See, this is how much I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you just look at me like that was a one eyebrow raise. Wow. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> so also the travel trailers came into their own as true towables in the 1950s. So really, it's only been for like the last 70 years that the towable is, I just think that's really interesting that it wasn't the towable that came first. Yeah. It was the motorized yeah, RV and, that came first. It now, was the beginning of the class A. And now 85% of RVs are towables. Yes. I like how you just dropped that, that number. Did you like that? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Jay is great. <laughs> So, so are but, there questions for me? Is it, there's no, no this I is only not had a, that. This it's is, not, it's really, it turned into me just reading stuff about history. So I thought there were more questions in there. And then I realized I couldn't really flesh out a question because they were only saying 1930s. They weren't giving me definitive dates. This is what happens when, I know, you, this, when I you throw out the rundown and you decide to throw stuff in last minute. But Jason, Did you even read this article in advance? <laughs> I read the first two paragraphs. <laughs> Well, you're lucky it was good information. Hey, well, of course it was going to be good. It was coming it from GoRVing.com. It certainly wasn't Look, a this, quiz. This is what keeps <laughs> you and I fresh and alive, not only on this podcast. 
<laughs> not only on this podcast, but also in our relationship, is that I just like to fly by the seat of my pants. And I was like, look, I was like, we'll wing it. We'll just wing it. <laughs> okay. I am very meticulous. When it comes to our children and the organizing of that, when it comes to our business, I just be like, what else? You're going to make this about everything now. This is just, wow. Wow. What is happening? I look, I'm just keeping it real, real. All right. Let's head into our fresh tank, black tank segment. Yes, please. Let's just just move on. Okay. (laughs) Just save ourselves from this. Just save me. All right. Although we're going, we, no, stop. we always start with your fresh tank and black tank. So I, it's not much of a save. That's fine. That's fine. So Abby, what is your black tank for the week? Okay. So my black tank this week goes to, let me just, let me gather myself here. Cause these videos. So for the last 48 hours, I have been watching with Henry a lot of YouTube videos. Okay. And I just, I need to speak to the YouTubers out there who are making kids content that keep screaming in their videos. Wow. What is with the yelling in kids YouTube videos? It's intense. It's so intense and so unnecessary. I'm literally like you're at a 10. But really, this situation really only warrants you at a two. Okay, it's a box fort. Let's just remember in the grand scheme of things, this is a box fort. Okay, so I'm going to call you out on uh, on the fact that you also just changed your. your I did. Your black I did. tank. I have because I liked it. Your black tank was yeah. social bring media it. Bring influencers. It. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> Let's have that discussion. You want to talk about that? We can talk about that. Well, I, I assume you mean you, you said you wanted to ban the word influencer. I wanted I want to be done with that word. I don't mind the word influencer as a term for marketing. Influencer oh, no, I, marketing. What I dislike is when so-called influencers call themselves influencers. Oh, don't even, that is not a word you not, use no. to describe yourself. No. Hello. Can I get oh you, my goodness. can I get you a slice of humble pie? <laughs> like I'm just saying, yeah, I'm an influencer. I, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. I got some, yeah, I got some humble pie here <laughs> for you. I could take the oh, whole pie. It's so bad. We can lump this into the YouTube. Obviously I've been all over the world of the YouTubes this weekend, but really in a kid focused world. Well, okay. While we're and, here, can I add something and a, a third thing on. Wow. This. Could I just give you I my know, black tank? I, I mean, what? <laughs> I know, I know, but this has been my black tank for like the last four weeks that I forgot to use as my black Let's tank. Just have and a jo- it's very similar to what yours says. Okay. Can we have a couple's black tank this a week? Couple's then? Black Let's tank. do, yeah, do you want to hold hands it's while like we talk joint about Facebook it? Account, yeah. Here, right? I'll hold your hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just, let's have a couple's black tank. What is with the preview photos that people are using on their YouTube channels? These like Photoshop, like cut out your body and you're looking in a you're weird surprised. position. No, you're surprised. surprised at something behind you, but it's not actually behind you. It's a photo of something else. And you throw in this crazy text. Across. It, they look like font matters. They okay. look like advertisements from like 1992. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're meant to, because everyone looks surprised. They're meant to make you think it's clickbait. They're meant to make you think that something surprising so is going to Right. And then often 
you click on the video and then you're like, wow, I maybe just got this is why we're bad at YouTube. Yes, probably. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. I, we need to do weird stuff like that. I, maybe it's because <laughs> I refuse to use the word influencer. I also refuse to scream in my videos or or talk. At, watching Henry's videos, it's like if Regis Philbin was making YouTube <laughs> videos. <laughs> Okay. What are you talking about? That's what these YouTube videos are yes. like in regards to the level of volume. And there's always a Kathy that's trying to offset the Regis in the video, right? So <laughs> that's what these feel like. The, I think because I tend to, and I know this is going to sound hilarious because you're listening to this podcast and we must seem like we have big personalities. I don't have a personality like that in the sense that translates to wanting to film myself having this huge personality. And that's the, that's the kid world, right? Like that. Yeah. But also in, you know, if we go back to your thing about the photos, that is just, I think this attempt to, you know, like I said earlier, get you to click through because it's going to surprise you. But I don't click on those things. Do you all click on those things? I don't. Clearly they Those do. Those things turn me off of yeah, a YouTube video. Yeah, but clearly, video. and it's they totally fine. Well, yeah, Jason, I mean, we're out here golf clapping these people because they're getting right. hundreds right. of thousands of views. I mean, right. but I will say this. I don't think that what we do for a living or what people do for a living via YouTube making money or however people make money on social media I don't think that that puts us in a status any higher than the individual who goes to their nine to five job and sits in their office and has paperwork to, or do people no, even do paperwork? No, I think it puts us lower. No, I, do people <laughs> even do paperwork anymore? I don't, it's been a, it's been a minute since I've sat in an office, but I don't think that's what I'm talking about with the word influencer. Yeah. It's I am no, oh, yeah, I am no better than the next door neighbor here who goes off to their job every day it or the person who sound, goes off to their it's job. It's like, like if it, a celebrity said, oh, I'm an A-lister. <sighs> I'm not on the B-list. I'm an A-lister. You don't say things like that about yourself. You know Keith Urban is saying that when he's sitting next to Nicole Kidman because he has got bank. He only seats. is when he is next to her. Talk, so we talk about marrying up, like marrying up. Okay, Keith Urban, don't even play. He's always in the front row. Dude, the Oscars, the Golden Globes, dude has gotten, Grammys, doesn't matter. He has gotten more screen time since he married her than all the screen time put together prior to marrying her. Just saying. Okay. You realize we're still on you. Your black tank, well, right? we're doing couples black tank today. All so. right, let's move on to your fresh tank. Okay, so my uh, so my fresh tank this week is not RV related, but it is podcast related, and clearly people are listening to a podcast right now if they're listening to us. And I want to absolutely recommend the Office Ladies podcast. If you are not listening to this, you are not living. So good. It's so good. So it is. It is Jenna Fisher and Angela, whose last name I don't know. <laughs> Kinsey, she only says it Angela in the opening Kinsey. every oh, week. Oh, that's right, that's it. right. Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher from The Office, they played Pam and Angela, have come together and they're besties in real life. Like their relationship is adorable. They have come together and they have started season one, episode one, and every episode is a recap of the show. Of this series, The Office. Yes, and they share behind the scenes stories. They share how episodes came to be. They talk a lot about the uncertainty of the life of the office in that first season, whether or not they were even going to get picked up. I mean, it's just, even if you're not a huge fan of the office, 
it's such a fascinating, like behind the curtain look at something that's so hugely iconic. I love this podcast. And they have good interviews with the other cast members. And stuff. Oh yeah. They've it's- had Rain Wilson on, uh, the guy who played Creed yeah. does their does theme, theme song. song. Uh-huh. So it's really quite delightful. You can find it on any of your podcast apps. It's the office ladies. You will find yourself completely binging it. Okay, Jason, you got RV content. Okay. So I'll skip my black tank this week since I sort of had a joint black tank with you and I'll just do my own fresh tank. We just had a moment. We held hands and Uh, had a black tank together. You all have to wait for this black tank because it's an important one. Oh yeah. PSA. Next week. Uh, My fresh tank, however, is a new product that I just came across that I thought was really cool. Um, and this just came out. This, this press release came out for it, uh, on January 21st. One of the best ways to keep your RV warm ish in the winter is to skirt it. You put a skirt around the base of it. You see a lot of people that are stationary for the winter, put a big skirt all around the base and that keeps the air from blowing underneath, which cools the floor down. Uh, and, uh, uh, it's, it's sort of the same principle as a bed. Beds are risen up off the floor so that air can circulate under them so you stay cool. Well, you don't, obviously don't want your RV to stay cool. So uh, we put skirts around RVs. Some people even heat underneath the skirt, and it really makes a huge difference. Finally, a company has come up with a really interesting, quick, temporary skirt design. It's called the inflatable RV skirt. And basically, it's a giant, uh, a few giant tubes that inflate and you stick them under your RV and they suck up to the top and, and to the ground and block the air from getting under your RV. That is brilliant. Isn't it though? Can you believe it's 2020 and we're just now getting something like that? I mean, people have to go, people go and buy styrofoam insulation and cut it for themselves and tape it to the side oh, of their Oh, yes. We had a RV. conversation about if we needed a skirt when we yeah. were in North Dakota because it was getting cold. And there were certainly some seasonal workers who were in the campground with us who had gone to get some of that styrofoam board. A lot of people use uh, like vinyl billboard fabric. You can, you can get like a real custom skirt that snaps to your RV done, but it's still only like thin vinyl. This uses that air in that big tube. It almost looks like, uh, it almost looks like the RV, the, the photo they have here is an, of an Airstream. And it looks like the Airstream is sitting on pontoons, like from a pontoon boat. Uh, so the air inside that actually helps insulate more. So I think it's a fantastic idea. No word on what it's going to cost yet. Who makes um, it? Does it say? The company is called Air Skirts and their website is <laughs> airskirts.com. Well, they're and, keeping uh, it pretty simple there. So you, you should actually, they should be available to to purchase now. They they started uh, sales on January 24th. So go check them out over at airskirts.com. All right. That's, uh, that's most of a wild episode here. Let's wrap things up with a brain teaser, shall we? I don't know what you're talking about. I feel that this episode was very centered, very focused and had lots of good content for people to take with them on wherever they're headed next. Even if it did go off the rails for a bit there. You and I, I don't understand what you're talking about. If there are two houses and two gardens and the man that lives in one of those houses has a peacock that lays an egg in the other man's garden, why are you living there? Whose egg is it? It's the guy who owns the peacock. 
He laid it in the other man's garden. So? We'll have the answer to that. Peacocks don't know boundaries. On next week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. You're very wrong and you don't there know is it a, yet. There is, I need to reread that because I missed a word or something in there that's gonna that trips this whole thing up. Do your wrap-up thing. Did the Do man, your wrap-up thing. Did the man lay the egg? I'm not going to answer it. Dang. I'll, so you're literally telling me I have to come back wrap next week. Wrap it up. All right. Wrap it up. This is the end. Thank you all so much for listening to this very informative and well-organized podcast today. <laughs> we are so glad that we had you with us on this journey. If you are enjoying the show, we would love to hear from you. We are over at editor at rvmiles.com. You can also find us across social media at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have the RV Miles Facebook group. We would love to hear from you in the RV Miles Facebook group. If you have a topic that you would like us to talk about, we'd love to talk about it. Again, editor at rvmiles.com. And finally, if you haven't checked out the America's National Parks podcast or the See America podcast, they are on your favorite podcast app. Just put them in queue when you go to listen to The Office, ladies. So until next week, thank you all so much for listening and keep logging those RV miles. Bye, everybody. 